Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. We are at episode 130 officially. Oh, it was weak. <laughs> it's a good start to start with a belch, so <laughs> happy recording day. Happy recording day. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. having dinner with the wife tonight and uh i don't know why but i was like yeah that's what i needed that's much better yeah i was like i wonder what the world record for a belch is so we asked uh good old alexa and she's like the guinness book of world records and it was some chick overseas. I forget where exactly. Um, and it was 74 seconds long. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's incredible. I can't belch for over a minute. I probably can't even belch for half a half, like 30 seconds. I don't know. That's been my night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that it's a woman that has the record. I, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm uh, I'm so thinking sexist. of some. I know, right? I'm thinking of some little skinny chick who barely eats 2,000 calories a day. But it could be some big Bertha from <laughs> uh, Germany who... Uh, has six pints a day, yeah. You know, with dinner, <clears throat> and uh, and just has a lot of gas buildup. You never know. Sit down. Uh, <laughs> Eat dinner with me now. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Get down again. Have you ever seen that sketch? <laughs> yes. Get down again. Oh. If you don't know why that's funny, you might be born after the year 2000. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to go watch that later. Get down again. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, which I probably need to put that on a list of movies to watch with the wife. Because uh, I'm pretty sure she hasn't seen it yet. Oh man! Pretty sh- yeah, pretty sure she hasn't seen a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger's badass movies. You know, the movies where he was just like a straight up gangster. Yeah. So, all except the one where he's like a dad. Well, like kindergarten cop. Was that it? <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was well, that or if them. he was like. Uh. 
Wasn't there some weird movie where like the guy had the kid? Mm. Like actually had the baby. Uh, oh, it, when he actually had the baby. Um, Is that a movie? Oh, yeah, it was when he was pregnant. He had a baby. Uh, what was the name of that movie? Um, let's ask the Googs. Googs, you know everything. <laughs> movie, Arnold, Arnold, Schwarzenegger. While you're looking that uh, up, I just want to shout out Samuel Adams. They make good seasonal beers. Not a sponsor. Mm. Should be. Junior is the name of the movie. Ah. Uh, 1994. I, I thought it was him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely him. I do remember that because I remember his stomach stretching and just being super weird. And it's funny, too, because, like, he... Uh, first of all, the movie's super weird as it is, right? For sure. Um, it's like but, unnatural. Like he, oh, yeah, completely. And Danny DeVito, you know, <laughs> was in the movie with him. And, um, you know, this was <clears throat> this was along the the same time where he he did another movie with uh with Danny DeVito, Twins. You remember that movie? I do now that you say it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he did the movie Twins with Danny DeVito, which is actually pretty damn awesome. Just a few years before that, 1988, according to Google, it came out. If you haven't seen either one of those movies, you actually got to see them because they're classics. Um, but... Yeah, there you go. And at the same time, like he was doing badass stuff, you know, like the Terminator movies and um, I can't remember what year um, uh, Predator came out. <coughs> Predator movie. I, I want to say it was pretty damn close to. Uh, I want to say it was pretty close. Um, let me put in original. I'm looking him up right movie. now. I've been on this kick where I'm, I like, I've been looking up, uh, people's net worth. Oh, really? And right now, <clears throat> the Goog's saying he's worth, well, how much do you think he's worth? Um, 20 million, maybe 40, 400 million dollars. <laughs> Ooh, good God Almighty! Seriously, Arnold Schwarzenegger is, I believe, as of twenty nineteen. Yeah. All right. So first of all, think about it. He has, he has been in a crap ton of movies. Number one, but before that, uh, we have to remember uh, that he was. Before he really started movies, he was uh, Mr. Olympia like seven times or something like that. A bodybuilder, yeah. Yeah. It and says actually he, here, actor, bodybuilder, politician, entrepreneur, business person, investor, film producer, TV yeah. director, and writer. I didn't know he was yeah, a writer. Yeah, and that's, yeah. 
And that's what I was going to say. So he, you know, on top of the movies, obviously he was a governor of California. And then he also married a uh, Kennedy, right? Yeah. So, I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, the dude is badass. But anyway, um, right before Twins came out, he made the first Predator. Well, the movie Predator that he was in. He was he was only in one. Uh, but the dude made tons of money. Do you remember uh, Conan the Barbarian? No. No? Oh was that before God, me yeah. or something? Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to the barbarian. Let's just look it up. Just just oh, name someone that you you like or are interested in that's famous. Besides Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Um Um I don't know, I'm just thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. I <sighs> I like Brad Pitt. All right, Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. No, I don't even like Brad Pitt. Well, we're doing it. No, I don't like Brad Pitt. <coughs> Let's see. I like I, his, I like what I do like you think uh, his net worth would be. Um I don't know, 200 million? Uh as of this year, 300 million. Wow. He's one of the richest actors in the world. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I think the only I, I okay Leonardo DiCaprio. I love him. I like him more than Brad Pitt. All right, so give me a guess on him. Leonardo DiCaprio is worth a four hundred million. If if uh, if Brad Pitt is worth three hundred million, Leonardo DiCaprio's got to be worth about four hundred million. Uh, my wife is upstairs, and I think she may have just died. <clears throat> no, that sounded like the dog. Um, let's see. Estimated to be a heavy. <laughs> What's that mean? You know, I'm a heavy. Uh, two hundred and sixty million. Oh, uh, well, he is a little bit younger. Maybe. Tom, this Hanks. is a fun game. It is, bro. Tom. This is all I've been doing. I started doing huh. it with uh, comedians because I'm like, what does a comedian make? Hmm. And then I was in a conversation with my mom, which is funny. This is why I'm saying this. I typed in T and it said Tom Brady's net worth. What do you think Tom Brady's net worth is? Uh, It can't be more than uh, 40 million. Well, he has an estimated net worth of 180. $180 $180 million? Yeah. So, so that, that's that got to be combined with his wife, nope. though, because she's like... You ready for that number? Oh, God. $540 what? million with them combined. Are, are you serious? Which I read somewhere the other day that they were, like, close to $800 million. I don't know why that changed. Last year, his uh, salary was only $23 million. Mm, slim pickings. Hmm. 
But yeah, anyway, this is totally fun. I, I don't know why. And it's just senseless shit. Like, who fucking cares? But, like, I love it. Like, Bill Burr, yeah. I heard him talking on his podcast. Someone was uh, talking about how just much money he makes. Yeah, he's worth $8 million. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, but he owns All Things Comedy Network. Yeah, and he has that TV show, F is for Family. And yep. I'm sure he has a few other things going on. You know? Oh, yeah. He, he's an expert, expert businessman at this point, um, right. which is absolutely nuts. Bert Kreischer. <laughs> One million. Three million. Okay. He's still broke. Joe Rogan. I would have thought would he would say? be more than that. No, I I would I would have said Bert Kreischer is the one million, like I said. What do you think Joe's worth? I just looked him up so no. I would it wouldn't be fair. Twenty five. Yeah, it's exactly twenty five. Huh. <clears throat> it's also crazy too that like this is like like, I just said, how much do you think Joe Rogan's worth? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm putting a one. dollar amount on this person's <laughs> life. America, bitch. Yeah. Anyway, we so, can go down that rabbit hole the whole night. I just, I don't know. Me and Brooke were doing it. And it's fun, man. I don't know why. I've never done it. But I was just like, all right, think of someone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of people that are worth uh, a lot less that are very, very happy in their careers and, uh, you know, and, and willing to just, you know, live the life that they're living. So, I don't know. I, I'm worth, my net worth is like nothing compared to these people. So, I was going to say, let's do our net worths. No, I, I can tell you right now, it's like 50000 <laughs> Three thousand two hundred ninety-five <laughs> twenty-four cent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I can tell you, it's it's uh, it's it's almost nothing. This is a fun game. Yeah, I like this Tom game. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I didn't look at. I up. didn't either. I'm just so. thinking now. Oh, I go, fuck it. Let's let's just do this. Tom Hanks. What else we have to do? Network. We're shelter in place in right now. Jesus, $350 million. Damn. Tom Hanks? No, here's a really good one. I got a really good one for you. Well, tell, tell me who it is uh, and then let me guess. All right. Um, Jerry Seinfeld. Ooh. This guy is nuts because he's... So beloved in the uh, comedy world, and you know, the dude is—he's a shitty comedian, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, but he was on television. And He—he's a freaking brilliant Jew. I'm gonna—I'm just gonna go middle of the road and say five fifty. Nope. Seven nine hundred and fifty million dollars. What? He bought the show. Damn. After he, after he quit the show, he bought the show. Daddy? And bought, yeah, and he bought all <laughs> the rights to the show. 
and then it got syndicated and bought over and over and over again. And he's just been reaping the benefits of everything. And then on top of that, he started HBO shows and then went from that to Netflix shows. Like his show, Comedian in Cars, gave him a shit ton of money. The dude is worth 900 Oh, Comedians he's in Cars. Comedians. Yeah. Getting coffee. Some, yeah, whatever. No, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm only worth 3000 I do. Me too. <laughs> I mean, it's... Seriously? <clears throat> All right, I got to do it. Bill Gates. Oh, come on. This is billions, dude. 99.3 billion as of this year. 99, almost $100 <clears throat> billion dollars he's worth. Ooh, here's a good one. Mark Zuckerberg. You got a guess? <sighs> I'll go ahead and tell you the... it is in the billions. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's in the low billions, though, because I think he's sold out and made some bad decisions. Yeah, you're right. It's just under 62. Poor guy. <laughs> I don't know how he's holding up right now. <laughs> uh, I got one for you. All right, who? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. 220 mm-hmm. M- million. Nope. You know what? You've been pretty close, dude. 420 is where he's at. 420 million. Well, it's 200 million off, but who's counting millions? (laughs) Not these people. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. Net worth of POTUS. Let's do it. Oh, God. Huh. Do you have a guess? Do you even care? Yeah, 2 billion. Oh, you know. Yeah. Who is yep. the richest man on earth? Sure, I'll click it. It's some dude in in um the Middle East that's selling oil. Right? Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Whatever. Bezos. He's the richest man in the world? The Amazon founder held on to the top, top spot. In the final day of 2019. How much? Well, it's got to be over 100 billion. The richest man on earth is Jeff Bezos. That's what CNN says. Google says about 277 million results in 1.14 seconds. Damn, Google, you, you good. Who owns Google? Not Jeff Bezos. That's what I want to know. That's the next thing I'm going to Google search, and then I'm going to stop this. Jeff Bezos, $200 billion. No, no, no. Putin, $200 billion. Vladimir? Yeah. And then Gates, is it says 89.9, and then Bezos, it says 85.8. Hmm. Oh, there's a conspiracy here. There is a conspiracy here. Who is the real owner of Google? Larry Page is an owner and co-founder of Google. For today, he's the CFO of the parent company of Google, Alphabet. Huh, never heard of that. 
So this is so uh, okay. I just I just kept going. CNN.com says that Jeff Bezos is the richest at 115 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you five seconds ago? <laughs> mm, Wikipedia. That's why I was wrong. But the top three: Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and. Uh, Vladimir? The kid. No. Um, uh, Zuckerberg. Oh. Right there, we know who rules the world now. So, so, so wait. Jeff Bezos lost $38 billion in his recent divorce. And he's still the richest man in the world. <laughs> How do you lose $38 billion in a divorce and still you're the richest man in the world? Hey man, Amazon. She's I mean, she's she's probably the richest woman in the world just off of her divorce alone. Well, that's a good point. I mean, because uh, for years Oprah was the richest woman in the world, right? <clears throat> Oprah's net worth is 2.6 billion dollars. And for years, she was the richest woman in the world. Now, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife is worth $38 billion off of a divorce. She has superseded Oprah Winfrey. Okay, so I just think about that who's the second. richest woman in the world. Uh-huh. And it's the heiress to L'Oreal. Buttoncourt Myers is her name with a fortune of 49.3 billion. <sighs> Business Insider says that she's making she is worth 56 billion. Huh. Okay. And and all she did was she's an heiress. Get born. She was born. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. And here, let's transition this way, because literally we could keep doing this. It's a fun game. It bro. is. I like this game. If you're at home and you're bored, just start Googling net worth of people that you're interested in. And then Quarantine, have someone baby. else guess, and it's a fun... And, and you know what? Make it into a shot game. Ooh, that would be fun. Oh. Set up some, like, rules where, like, if you're 50,000 or... Nah, that's too low. If you're, like... You know, if you're a million away from the the right answer, then you don't have to take a shot. I don't know. Make it be creative. It could be fun. Anyway, <clears throat> so we're watching an episode of Homeland tonight, mm. and there's this guy who, like, his whole role in this awesome series. Which have you watched Homeland? No, I have not. I think you'd probably like it. <clears throat> probably. I'd probably give it a good six episodes, but I'm just not that big into TV these days. Well, anyway, we're watching this show, and this guy's getting walked out through this prison. <clears throat> and um, for like three, maybe four seconds, there's a guy in his cell slamming his cup against the door of the cell and yelling. And that was it. 
And a couple, like a minute goes by and I look over at my wife and I'm like, you know, that guy in the cell who's banging his cup, how much you think he made to do that? <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Cause I was just thinking like, he probably is like telling everyone he's in this, like, you know, massively known show and his parents are so proud. And then they finally see him and he's like, that was it. <laughs> hmm. Wow. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, it is amazing, man. Uh, uh, you know, you can make a lot of money with the 30-second spot, even on a commercial, right? Mm-hmm. Um, look at Flo for Progressive. Like, she did one commercial, and then all of a sudden, she became the face of Progressive Insurance. All right, now I want to know what she's worth. I'd imagine it's a lot of money. Several million dollars. I'm going to guess... If you type in flow from progressive net worth, it'll come up to be about 18, 15 to $18 million. Well, first I got to find out her name. Oh, you just type in flow from progressive. Well, my Google's not the same as your Google, I guess. Oh, I spelled flow wrong. That's why. F L O. I'm not even going to look at it yet. I'm just going to let you. Well, I saw it. Stephanie Courtney. Yeah. Six million dollars. Roughly. Huh. Your computer's faster than mine. Yeah. She, she makes about a million bucks a year playing flow from progressive. And some of the recent ones, she's not even in it. It's an actor ice skating. Have you seen those? No, I have not seen those at all. Progressive on ice, on ice. And it's somebody else, not her? Yeah, because she's not a professional <laughs> ice skater. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, so it's a stunt double. <clears throat> you think she's cute? Not really, to be honest with you, No. I I would have to say no. Yeah. I would, she doesn't, no. You think for six million she could be cute? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no thank you. That's kind of rough, bro. No thank you. I just made it weird. Yeah, you just made it really weird, but that's okay. Anyway, uh... (coughs) We're broke compared to uh, the rest of society. So. No, I think you got uh, that backwards. I think we're oh, yeah. we're okay. I think they're just on a whole other level, man. Yeah? Yeah. There's so many people that barely live paycheck to paycheck or don't even do that, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> it's uh it's crazy, man. I'm thankful for mm. for the little that we have for sure. Yeah. I I'd say that we're in the same boat, you know. We're definitely not balling out of control. So 
Um, nope. And uh, I am not a baller like I said or a before. shot caller. <laughs> like I said before, though, you know, I, you know, we talked about the perceptions <clears throat> and people changing after this virus, and I honestly think that the smart people will realize how much less they've been living off of, and they will, in turn, uh, appreciate what they have. Yeah, and hopefully. not be so desperate to be, you know, not be so desperate to, or selfish uh, going forward, you know. Stocking up, being all selfish, and taking stuff from everybody else that could possibly need it. And maybe be a little bit more generous themselves. I've seen a lot of generosity lately, dude. People are just like, hey, you need toilet paper. We've got a couple extra rolls. You can have it type of deal, you know. And um, we've done the same thing. like You know, so, like, I'll go to Costco and get some ribs. They sell them three in a pack. I'll cook all three and give one slab away, you know. Like, we don't need three slabs of ribs for two people. We're the only two people in there, in here. You know, we're not going to eat all three. We could. You know, but a slap for her, a slap for me. And we've got leftovers for a couple days. That third one can go to somebody else who, you know, just wants some food. Yeah. You know, and that's what we try to do. I went out and got some food from a local place. <clears throat> and uh, I'm pulling back in and we live... Um, on like this cul-de-sac so it's a circle obviously mm. and in the center there's this big grassy circle and i was just like i don't even know why i was thinking this way but i just had a thought and i was like man what if we like because listen I, we're not balling out of control either but you know i could buy 10 pizzas and like yeah if we all just sat six feet away from each other had, you know, two or three coolers full of water and beer and all just came out, like, whoever wanted to. And, like, you know, you could set the pizzas on this chair and then, like, people could go, I don't know, we'd have to figure it out, but, like, might be kind of a cool idea just to get people out and, like, do something for 15 minutes and, you know, share some food, even though you're not, like, you know, I don't know. That was just something I was thinking about. And then I was like, well... You know, one, I'd have to get them all out here somehow. <laughs> and then two, how are you going to, like, get the pizza? Because you're going to have to touch the pizza. So who's going to do that? I, I sure. don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying. I'm trying to get creative, you know, and do stuff yeah. with the people that literally we just live around right now, you know? Sure. Yeah, and the thing is that it doesn't take much, right? Like, the smallest gesture these days would be greatly appreciated because, like I said, people are living off of a lot less. Um, and so um, it, it's a good thing. You know, you learn to live with less, and you, as a result, learn to be a, quite a bit more appreciative of what you have. You know, and so then, by default, less becomes more. You know, it always fascinates me when people that lived through the Depression or, you know, the years afterwards that had so much less than what we have today, they they were 
able to show so much more gratitude for less. Uh, you know, case in point, you know, back in the day, you used to be able to, well, still today, you can make waffles out of the toaster. But think about a time before that existed when you actually had to make it from scratch. You know, all the ingredients that you had to gather together just to be able to make waffles. Yeah. Or even just pancakes that didn't exist. Like there was no, back in the day, there wasn't any boxed uh, just add water. ingredients. Just add water. Yeah, that shit didn't exist. You actually needed to put in some diligence and and be creative and put some shit together. Dude, even like um, butter. Even butter. I mean, butter That's doesn't right. just come out of a cow. <laughs> no. No. It's a huge process of churning and salt. You know, and, and just think about salt. There's whole civilizations that have been murdered over salt. Because salt used to be a currency. And a lot of people don't realize that. Like Now we got gold. Bitcoin. Yeah, now Doesn't we got even Bitcoin. really exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because salt is what they use to preserve meats and foods and everything. Like, salt was everything. If you didn't have salt, then your whole village would die from starvation because you couldn't maintain or couldn't preserve the food to make it last through the seasons. You know, they would put whole kills under a heap of salt just to preserve it because there was no refrigerator. There was no, you know, freezer or anything like that. You know, so when you when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, man, uh, things are just so different, dude. Yeah, for sure. Even, so, like, uh, imagine if the power went out. <laughs> Which it has. Like, as, as right. long as we've already been dealing with this whole pseudo-quarantine, shelter-in-place thing, imagine if this whole time we had no electricity. <laughs> like, damn, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you even have enough candles? Like. And, you know, it's not cold right now, but imagine if it was. And we're whining because, you know, I can only buy two toilet paper packs of, like, 48 each at, at one time. Oh, my God, this is so horrible. <laughs> you have running water. You have electricity. You have a fridge. You have a freezer. You can heat stuff up at a stove. Like, I don't know, man. <clears throat> yet more than that not the microwave or you know even if you get a little bougie like us um and you don't want to heat up meats in the microwave you use a toaster oven yeah we got an air fryer uh, air fryer there you go love the air fryer hell we got vehicles <laughs> sure sure so I, I got this email that I wanted to share um and I don't know who to attribute it to other than the person that sent it to me, but he didn't write it. So anonymous. But anonymous. Here you go. This is our tribute to the infamous 
Anonymous. And I'll read this. It says, We fell asleep in one world and woke up in another. Suddenly, Disney is out of magic. Paris is no longer romantic. New York doesn't stand up anymore. The Chinese wall is no longer a fortress. And Mecca is empty. Hugs and kisses suddenly become weapons. And not visiting parents and friends becomes an act of love. Damn. Suddenly, you realize that power, beauty, and money are worthless and can't get you the oxygen you're fighting for. The world continues its life, and it is beautiful. It only puts humans in cages. I think, I think it's sending us a message. You are not necessary. The air, earth, water, and sky without you are fine. When you come back, remember that you are my guests, not my masters. I mean, did that person watch Tiger King? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I know I haven't watched Tiger King. So if that's from Tiger King, then maybe I should watch it. I don't know if it's from Tiger King, but think about it. The, The whole premise is, you know, taking these wild animals, these beautiful, aggressive, deadly fucking killers, and then grooming them to be household pets in cages that drink through bottles when deep down inside they're like I just want to rip your fucking head off and eat every goddamn piece of flesh off your body cause I'm a killer you know what I'm saying yeah <clears throat> anyway yeah. I don't know there's probably no correlation to that but I watched like a epi- like almost two episodes now with Brooke and I fucking hate it Okay, I fucking hate it. And I hate love to watch it. I mean, hate it. You're hate watching it. <clears throat> no, I'm just watching it to be a good husband. Mm. And then luckily she fell asleep and I was like, changing it. <laughs> oh, wait. So you sent me a snap. <laughs> like, it was like, I don't know, 1230 or something. I got it the next morning and saw that you sent it like 1230 at night. It must have been eleven thirty your time. Yeah. Like and you said she fell asleep. <laughs> Are you still up? We want to record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I don't want to take away from that email. That was that was pretty cool. It's dope, right? Especially the, so, the the words about hugs and kisses are now weapons. Yeah. Like damn yeah. poetic. What up? Yeah, super. Poetic, Are you like right? single? Are you seeing someone? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the China, Chinese wall is no longer a fortress. I don't think it's been a fortress for several hundred years. But Mecca is empty. Hugs and kisses suddenly become weapons, and not visiting parents and friends becomes an act of love. That is super powerful to say oh yeah like if you really love us then stay away from our kid stay away from us and stay stay away from our kid yeah that's a very difficult difficult thing to say 
or even to realize to fathom. You know, so looking back, you know, 20 years from now. Looking it's back like, at me, I see that I never really got it right. You know that song? <laughs> no, I don't know that song. Um, no, I don't. Sorry. But I, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how that applies. But it's definitely know, the, a the white point song. is. I will say that. Oh, well, you did just quote it. So we fell in, we fell asleep in a world and woke up in another one. You know, Disney has no magic. Dude, the, these words are so powerful. And so true as of right now, you know, and like we talked about on the last uh, episode, the the quarantine update, you know, churches are empty right now, even though pastors are still trying to have services and they're going up and they've got a skeleton crew or whatever the case may be. uh, The fact is, is that churches are still open, but they're no longer churches. They're no longer places of community. Um. A lot of churches have been places of community for a very long time, but you, you get my drift. Yeah. Um, it's a totally different world, man. Like, we were sitting outside talking to our neighbors today, and I had a drink in my hand, and had another neighbor had a drink in their hand, and I was like, hey, yo, Els, uh, how, long are you, how long is your arm? She's like, I don't know how to answer that. I'm like, is it at least three feet? <laughs> she was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer that. And I'm like, she was like, what are you trying to do? I'm like, I'm just trying to toast you. That's all. I got a drink in my hand. You got a drink in your hand. <laughs> you know, my arm is at least three feet long. You know, maybe more. Which one? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. If my arm is three feet long and your arm is three feet long, then, hey, we're six feet apart. You can give me a toast. You know, just trying to have a point of connection. It's just such a different world right now. Yeah, um, speaking of that, and, dude, did you have you seen the Facebook uh, video that's circulating around where <clears throat> these two dudes are um, going to the bar in their living room and he, like, duct tapes <clears throat> the iPad onto a fishing pole and takes it into every room and they like hang out. No, no, I hadn't <laughs> seen it. pretty clever. That's awesome. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a different world. Everyone has to adjust to it and, and we're all doing our best to do it, you know. And we're almost there, bro. Like, so, so Michigan for sure shut down to the end of April, right? And I think it's Indiana or, I don't know, some other state. Oh, Virginia. It shut down to the end of May. Nobody's going back to school. Nobody is walking this stage. There's no graduation ceremonies. I talked to Micah the other day and, and he's like, yeah, we're doing classes online and some of them go a little bit late, and some of my homework has me a little bit late. So, you know, he's used to getting out of school at 2.30 and being home by 3, and he can't do it. He's sitting at home doing more work than what he would have been doing had he been in school, and he's got less classes. Like, he's not going to band. He's not going to choir class. He's not going to gym class. You know, stuff like that. 
But he's got these other classes that he's doing that for some reason are elongated and he's got less time in order to do anything. So, you know, um, and it's the same thing with me at work. You know, I'm doing like 50 hours a week sitting at home in my basement when I was working, you know, 40, 45 in the office. So, um, it's a different world and we all have to adjust and it sucks, but you know, I don't know. I still say that this is the time of the creatives. This is the time if you're a creative person to really, you know, make a name for yourself and, and get huge. Oh, for sure. You know, if you've got an idea to just start implementing and do something about it. Here's, here's my, my only pushback though, Mm. because as someone who, I guess, technically I'm in the creative, you know, that is what you are. I, I make videos and capture people's moments and make them glorious, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> here's here's what I my pushback is because this is a very real thing for me and the business that we run <clears throat> like all these people that are out of jobs and are going to continue to be until June or May <laughs> those are the people we make money off of you know like I yeah. don't know uh, you probably don't follow bands the way I do because I'm white But, like, all of them, well, not all of them, but some of my favorite bands, I'll put it that way, have completely gone rogue, left labels, and they do everything themselves because they have all the equipment, and they've figured it out. They run it out of their homes, their basements, maybe they rented a co-working spot or something. So, what they do is they have, like, Patreons or, um, what's the freaking main one? Not GoFundMe. Yeah, Patreon, GoFundMe. Those are the main ones. Yeah, but there's another one that's super huge. It was like the first one. I can't freaking think of it. But basically, like, you give me money so I can make what you want, which is what I do. Kaiva? Huh? No. Kaiva? No, no. I thought that's a loan in Detroit. Kiva. That's what I was thinking of. Kiva. Um... Anyway, my point is, like, all of those people that are surviving on just blue-collar working-class people's money. Like, yeah, I'll give you five bucks a month because I really like the music you make, and then, you know, you'll send me a t-shirt in six months, and I'll get a full record at the end of the year. Sure. And you'll tweet at me or something. But that's only available to happen because those people are working their blue-collar jobs that are now... Becoming gone. few and far between, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for so the most part, gone. I yeah. understand the whole, now's the best time to be creative, but I also have people in, like, I, I know a photographer around the Chicago area who literally overnight lost all of his clients, and he's like, yo, buy some of my photos if you support my work, because I can't pay my bills anymore. And that I feel like there's a time limit on that because yeah. more and more people are losing their jobs. And it's, you know, I mean, who that to me is kind of the frightening part of all this shit. 
And I think sure. I mentioned that on one of the quarantine updates. Like, it's not even the virus that scares me. It's, where's this, like, how's this going to, you know, end for yeah. a lot of people, me included? Yeah. But yeah, it is a great time to be creative because, I mean, I mean, we're in a group chat with several of us and on Facebook and we're just all day. Well, I shouldn't say all day, but throughout break times when you're working, <laughs> you're sending memes and videos and it's funny, man. It's just, it's funny shit. It's a good break. It's a good break from reality. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, people need that. No doubt about it. And, you know, and I didn't think about it. You're right. So a lot of the people that are in these jobs that are now laid off, are the ones that fund a lot of these businesses, small businesses that are out there. And, you know, and, and if, if this really was a political and national crisis posed on us by someone that's not in this nation, then it would cripple this nation to stifle the small business community because the small business, small businesses are the backbone of this country. They employ more people, this nation, we employ more people in small businesses than you do in any of the uh, Fortune 500 companies put together, you know? Uh, so uh, it's a reality. Yeah, you hit the small businesses, you hit the, the people that are working, then you mess up, you know, you hit the people that are working, you disrupt the small businesses that are out there that are relying on the working man in order to get basic, you know, to run their business. Um, so it was quite ingenious on whoever is the dick that created this virus. Um, well, and I just think kind of conspiracy theory here for sure, but I believe that's why Trump said what he did about churches wanting them to be open for Easter because he's trying to market the working class, blue collar, middle to older aged people who vote for him. I hope I'm wrong. Sure. But I don't, Maybe. I mean, that's just my opinion. You might be wrong. You might be right. Um, all I know is that uh, it, it, it does suck. And a lot of people are suffering and a lot of people are freaking out. Like even the stimulus packages that are coming in, they're just like, it won't be available for four to eight weeks. Yeah. And then when you, you know, do get it, it's already spent money for rent and electric and. Sure. Stuff that you're behind on. And, you know, God forbid you're the person that owns your building says, Hey, I'm not taking delayed payments. I want my money now. You're screwed. What are you going to do? You know, so um, there's a lot that goes into it, man. Um, and it's quite convoluted, the, the crisis and the effects that it's going to have on this nation, um, especially the small business community going forward. <coughs> it might be the end of the year before people really start coming out from under the hole. So um, if then, because cool. think about it, like. People are probably now realizing, oh shit, I should have probably been saving more so that when stuff like this happens, I can go two, four months 
and still have what I need. No doubt about it. 100%. So is that yeah, going to yeah, affect yeah. how, how things, uh, or I guess I should say how people spend money now? For sure. 100%. I was on a walk with the wife today and I'm like, you know what? I think we should, since we can't freaking get any meat from the grocery store, Maybe we should just get one of those meat services that just delivers it to your door, frozen, you know? Yeah. And she was like, we ain't got the money for that, you know? Because, I mean, Tata Motors just, you know, I I have to, you know, going forward for the rest of the year, I'm I'm on a 20% pay cut, you know, which I don't know if I told you that, Sean. But <laughs> you did, and I was like, Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a huge amount of money for for us, you know, and, uh, you know, thank God we have savings, you know, whatever to compensate if we have to, um, you know, um, but, you know, the fact is that that's going to hurt for a while, and, uh, but, you know, whatever, it, it's all good, you know, she's, she's, she was kind of nervous about it. I'm, I'm a little less nervous, but you know, we're gonna make it work. But the, I guess my point is, is that you know, again, like I said, we we have to learn to live off of less. You know, so yeah. Um, and even if I stop smoking cigars and drinking whiskey, and she stopped drinking wine, and you know, blah, blah, blah. We, there's all these things we, we can think of to cut back on. It's not going to make up 20%. <laughs> <laughs> you know? sure. It's just not. It's, it's, it's not going to come anywhere close to 20%. So, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you don't need two cars anymore. <laughs> that's what it comes down to right there. It's like you wanna you wanna help out the twenty percent. Let's uh get rid of one of these vehicles type of deal. It's it would have to be something major that we cut back and downsize on in order to uh to help the twenty percent loss. And that's uh, just so, a twenty percent loss. Imagine if, you know, you literally are jobless now. Exactly. Plus, like, and again, I know this is kind of, like, morbid, and, well, not morbid, but, like, <clears throat> it's definitely not uplifting to think about, but, like, these businesses that have suffered already and are going to continue to suffer for another month or two, like, so when the band is lifted and we can all go outside and the roses have bloomed and the air is clear and there's no litter on the streets anymore, mm-hmm. are these places going to have the money to hire people? And are the people that used to go to those places going to have the money to go there and spend the money to be able to pay for the servers Mm -hmm. that they need to serve the food to you? Like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge, uh, it's a huge upset. Um, It's probably not that bad too. I just, I think it's, you know, uh, who knows? I don't know. Well, a lot of these small businesses, like especially in Detroit, dude, like Dan Gilbert had to step up to the plate and say, all right, I'm not going to collect rent for the next couple months. Because the fact is, a lot of these businesses are month to month, man. Yeah. You know, they they literally exist month to month. 
they make enough money for their overhead, their employees, their product, and all of that stuff. And the owners are bringing home less than a hundred grand a year, and then they're putting majority of that money that they do make right back into the business in order to keep it afloat. And now they've been hit. Nobody's coming to their stores because the governor has said, you're non-essential, you have to be closed. Mm -hmm. People are freaking the fuck out. It's just that simple. People are freaking the fuck out, man. Yeah. And rightfully so, you know. I, I I told you the other day, I'm like, man, I'm so glad that, you know, we're not in business for ourselves. You know, in a crisis like this, I'm glad we're not a small business because we'd be fucked. Oh, show. So, I don't know. But there's still hope, right? You well, know, I was going to say, let's not, know. we're going to end this here soon. Let's not end on a bad note. No, I don't want to end on I'm a bad note. I'm sick of all the bad end of times, no fuck the world bullshit. Like, there's got to be something good out there. All right, give me a positive spin on all of that. What do you have to say? Well, I mean, the positive spin, I guess, if I had to pull out of my ass right now, is the <laughs> very bare minimum simple things that we take for granted. Like, I have lung, I have lungs, and there's breath in them. And I have a roof over my, ho- my uh, head right now. And, you know, I still have family and friends who I love, and they love me. <clears throat> like, all the stuff that, you know we go out and get cards for throughout the year and then don't really think too much about it the rest of the time, you know, like at the end of the day, even after saying the shit that I did, like it's just green stuff printed on paper that has these cool little things that you can see when you hold it up to the light. I don't know how they do it. (laughs) Like it's just currency, you know? Yeah. Like real currency is time. You know, and talent and value in relationship and, hey, man, you're funny. Well, thanks. Well, I like that you like that I'm funny. Both of those people are getting value out of just them being people. You know what I'm saying? It's not all about money and cars and, you know, like, I mean, we started off, hell, half this podcast, we're talking about net worths of people millions and billions of dollars like they could get corona and die what would their millions and billions be worth you know yeah no doubt about it man um i mean what do you do you know you you, we got to stay positive just like you said and uh be grateful for what we have and recognize that there's even the, the poorest person in this nation is still rich in other nations, you know? There's still so much opportunity that's here, and this is not the end. Like, things are going to bounce back, just like the market, just like the stock market. You go down and go up. You go down, very down, 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 then you go up, up, up. Oh, shit. It's it's going to... You're going to make me do it. <laughs> Last night I took an L, but tonight I bounce back, bounce back. <laughs> Repping the D, boy. We always bounce back, man. Ain't nobody stay down forever, man. Nobody stays down forever. We're going we're gonna to keep bouncing back because that's what we do, right? That's what sets us apart from the, from the quitter. We're not quitters. We're not do-nothingers. 
we're uh, we're go getters. So keep making it happen. You know, uh, why can't it go be, a, be? Why can't it be? Go get hemmers. I said go getters. Yeah, go get hers. I'm saying why can't why can't it be hems? No, go get hers. <laughs> like goers, not hers. Trying to be affirmative here and speak my truth, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> go get her not her er go on and get her you know what i'm saying go get her go on and go get, get her. her goer be a goer of places not a go her go er well maybe it was a dumb joke but i thought it was funny and i said it <laughs> we are trans neutral here and we're go get gender neutral we're fluid <laughs> We're fluid. We're fluid here on this podcast. We're fluid. I am uh I am Zimzer today. So um the Zim and Zer. Oh, I'm a Zim today. You can be the Zer, I'll be the Zim. I'm a Go I'm gonna be out <laughs> of this conversation. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, whatever. Let's put a ball on this. You guys know what to do, man. Don't 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 sit down drunk or high all day on your fucking couch get your ass up and do something different and uh make every day count because every day is still special and still a gift from god don't be a piece of shit do something with your life you know uh so like recently i just uh i was looking through i was going to talk about this <laughs> i was going to talk about this on my personal uh oh, just save it update. don't do it why do you do this <laughs> And then you blame me. No, we're not doing Here's what we're doing. If you enjoyed this podcast at all, check us out on our brand new website, unchurchpodcast.show. You can email us at info at unchurchpodcast.show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. at uh, Our handles are, uh, what are they? Unchurchpod. There you and, go. Um, Michael's going to talk about whatever he's going to talk about on a quarantine update and then not blame me that he did it <laughs> on here. So we love you long time. Stay safe. Keep your head up. Listen yep. to some Big Sean. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you later. Peace. Peace.
and they wonder why we crazy. I blame my mother for turning my brother into a crack baby. We ain't meant to survive, cause it's a setup. And even though you're fed up, Thanks a lot.